0: This is Dr. What? Dr. Where? Stories of Rural Medicine. It's the podcast exploring what it's like to live, work and train in rural medicine across regional Victoria. Having a fantastic experience working and training in medicine is really important, but you might have some hesitation about the lifestyle aspects of living in a regional city or rural town. After all, the majority of your time will be spent outside of work with family, friends and all different kinds of hobbies and interests. As the guests in this episode point out, the range of interests you can pursue in regional Victoria are massive, far beyond anything you can do in a metro city. There's the usual range of sport, music and arts groups wherever you go, bringing a vibrant community spirit that surrounds these interests. On top of this, there's so many more possibilities, from snow sports in the state's east to mountain bike riding just about anywhere. And then there's the unexpected hobbies. Dr Simon Smith is the clinical unit head of the emergency department at Bendigo Health by day. Outside of work, he's able to try his hand at winemaking.
1: When we first moved up this way about 11 years ago, we bought a property a bit out of town um, with the idea that it would give us a few other things to do and. The property came with a vineyard, and when we first moved up, anything to with farming is interesting. The first year it rained every week during spring, and the vines looked wonderful, and the grapes started to form, and and we thought, wow, this um this is really easy looking after a vineyard, and we picked a good crop that first year, and and we're really um thinking that this is something um that would just go along um very easily. But of course, like anything farming, we discovered there's a bit of work involved, and then whether it be dry years or fences down and sheep in or, or weed or, or other things, we've learned that there's, there's actually a bit of work looking after a vineyard, but to be honest, it's great to have something separate from medicine. It's great to let the mind rest, not always be thinking about work and spending some time outside and doing something you love has been something that I've been able to get into over the last 10 or 11 years and getting the vineyard looking healthier and healthier each year by by varying mechanisms. So I loved being able to see it grow over that 10 or 11 years and and our yield, well, not being massive, certainly enough that um, means that we can play around a little bit and, and make different wines in different ways, as well as create um, some local market for it as well through the central Victorian region.
0: When you moved up to Bendigo, did you expect this sort of hobby to become such a really interesting part of your time outside of medicine
2: to be honest when we
1: first moved up my wife and i had three young children the youngest was six weeks at that stage and the vineyard was the furthest thing away from our minds and we just sort of thought we'll just leave it and sit there and never have to think about it when we first moved on to the property the vines have been there for 20 years but we weren't necessarily thinking that we were going to continue on with it like i mentioned that first year it's we thought it would be easier than what it ended up being but We got into it and we studied it. And so whilst it wasn't part of our initial thought for why we bought the property, we did it. I think each year it's allowed us to, you know, when you get home after work in the evening, each year we spend a bit more time out there. Just uh, And you can pick and choose a little bit according to weather. So, you know, today I look outside, the sun's shining, there's not much wind. It's a perfect afternoon to to be out in the vineyard and just doing a little bit of work depending on the time of year whether you're pruning or whether you're um, de-stemming or whether you're you know, watering or, or, or whatever. I think we've come to learn to love that part of it, even though when we first bought the property, that certainly wasn't our, our thought process.
0: I know it's probably an obvious question, but something like this, would it be even possible for you to have done when living in a large metro centre?
1: O- obviously not. Yeah. So... I think back to living in Melbourne prior to moving here. And it took me much longer to drive to work in Melbourne than it does. Despite the fact I live out of town, out of Bendigo on about 110 acres. And, and some people in town think, you know, why well, would you live out of town? It's a bit of a drive, but it's still a lesser commute than in Melbourne. So I still have extra time up my sleeve. And it's a it's a pleasant drive home. So I arrive home in a Good frame of mind after, you know, whether you listening to podcasts or calling friends, I don't have to face the traffic on the way home. So I arrive home in a perhaps relaxed way and, and that then means I can spend a bit of time outside. If, you know, if I was back in Melbourne, I'd probably be going for a walk around the block or, or, or doing something similar. But maybe, um, you know, certainly wouldn't have had a chance to have a farm and be working, doing this outside work
0: alongside the vineyard on the property are there any other things that you've been able to get into while living on such a decent sized rural property yeah so
1: certainly we have horses and my family are into their horse riding we have mountain bikes we have hills around by so we do some mountain biking around the property as well Um, we have varying other machinery and motorbikes that the kids enjoy Uh, we back on Lake Ken Karen through lockdown because we had access to a lake you know we were able to you know go paddleboarding and kayaking and fishing um and so we're not able to do those things you know would be able to live anywhere else so it, it, it's lots of things that you know it's literally the, the kids will decide each day what what they want to do and you know so dad are we going to go paddleboarding or fishing after school today and that's a that's a common um chat as to there's almost too many options sometimes so I feel very lucky. Aside from the vineyard, there's lots of other opportunities um, that, that we have on the farm.
0: What's it been like raising a family with all of these fantastic leisure and adventurous options that are available living in a, a place like Bendigo?
1: It feels at times as though a, where the kids are living on, our friends in Melbourne call it the ranch, like it's the holiday ranch they come up to every day. When people visit, it feels like a holiday when they come to our place because there's so many things I can do and the kids... I think, um, uh, a blessed to have that. So this morning, for example, we woke up and it's May, so the ewes have just land. and so you look out the window and you see the lambs, they're sort of now about three or four weeks old, playing around as a group. And you can sit on the front veranda and have a cup of tea or coffee as you see the ewes going past and the lambs having fun. That's the start of my day today, and that's sort of often how the day starts, looking out the, out the window and seeing what's going on. And I think so the kids get, you know, the best of both worlds. They really get to do all these outdoor activities, live on the farm, have friends come up and teach them about things that they can't do in the city. And then they also, you know, still got the opportunity. We're not far out of Bendigo, we're not a long way from Melbourne, so they still get the opportunities to enjoy those other things that perhaps you do in a more metro-centric lifestyle.
0: As Dr Smith mentioned, the opportunity to pursue hobbies and interests on offer in metro cities is just as accessible. Whether you're into team sport or perhaps musical theatre like our next guest, there's a community for you out here. Dr. Alison Walker is the director of ICU and anaesthesia at Mildura Base Hospital and gets involved with the local theatre scene too.
2: When I first uh, moved to Australia, obviously I came from Scotland, I hung out with an anaesthetist in Melbourne and we spent a lot of time in the car, you know, getting from his house to the hospital and then... Looking for a park and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But I had a job in Mildura, and when I came up here, my commute to work is about uh, three minutes. I can walk here in 20 minutes. There's always a park. I could, in theory, go home for lunch. I don't do that very often, but you know, just in terms of the time spent in my car getting from my house to to work, it's it's negligible. And so that's good for both your work life balance, but also if you're on call, you know, you're not that far away, you can definitely go home and not worry about it. So, so yeah, that's a definite plus of living somewhere like this.
0: And what about some of the hobbies? Because I know that some students and junior doctors might be a bit concerned about whether they can do the same kind of things that they can do in Melbourne, whether it's even stuff like playing sport or getting involved in the local arts scene. What's been your experience there?
2: So my experience is it's super easy to be involved in whatever you want to be involved with. Somewhere like Mojira has got everything that a big city has got in terms of sporting and it's probably closer, you know? So I think in my time here, I've played tennis on a Saturday afternoon in a group. I played golf. There's a hospital golf competition. Uh, That was how I jumped into golf here. There's organized clubs for practically every sport and you know, I certainly know medical students have jumped in up here, and doctors have jumped in. My colleague plays a very keen tennis player, he plays in corporate tennis and whatnot. So, a lot of that stuff is definitely out there, and it's probably easier to access than it is in the city. In terms of the performing arts, that's my thing that I'm interested in. So, um, I like to be in musical theatres and theatres, and I found it very welcoming up here. I just basically walked up to an audition and, you know, go in the chorus. And then I've sort of worked my way up to having, you know, bigger roles and more substantial roles and making lots of, you know, out of hospital friends. Like, uh, there's not too many doctors involved. There's the odd one or two, but it's really nice to meet people that aren't doctors. I know, I know a lot of teachers. There's a lot of teachers in performing arts. So that's been really good. But actually, a couple of the medical students in the past few years have come up and, been involved in the local musical productions and had lead roles. So we had a fellow a couple of years ago got Danny in Greece and he was a medical student. We put on a cabaret this year, and one of the medical students, um, Kyra, I hope she wouldn't mind saying her name, she joined in, she was absolutely fabulous. So I think you just have to keep your eye out to what's going on and then you'll usually find people are very welcoming and more than happy to have you on board.
0: When you moved up to Mildura, were you concerned at all about that sort of lifestyle aspect and whether there would be any sort of changes that that you'd have to make or perhaps any sacrifices in that regard?
2: Well, it's interesting. So I came from Glasgow, which was a big city. I moved out to Australia and I say this all the time, like the bigger move was actually city to country rather than Scotland to Australia. And just in terms of lifestyle and work-life balance it's so much better out here you know although you might think oh well I'll be on call a bit more whatever it might be that's not necessarily the case and you really get to embed yourself in the community and you get to know people quicker because it's a smaller place if if you imagine you know I'm in a department of you know maybe six anaesthetists you know as opposed to maybe if you're a big city hospital might be 60 anaesthetists it's easier to make friends and you know develop a social life around that so I think country living is is great and obviously I like it so I came thinking you know I'd stay a couple of years and move to the city but I've been here 12 years now just really suits me and I'll have the work-life balance that I've always sort of craved.
0: Just going back to the trainees and students that have also got involved in musical theatre were they surprised at what uh, was available in terms of leisure activities in Mildura?
2: I think probably yes I mean there's practically every sport that you can do there's also the river and uh, Mildura sort punches above its weight there's three or four different theatre groups ones like the musical society there's also like a straight theatre group is one that crosses a bit of both and does musical theatre and normal and then there's some youths theatre groups as well and they're all just crying out for people to come in and very inclusive and you know some people are super talented but there's space for everyone within these groups up here so I think so it's been really good to have the medical students join in and and have a go and you know sometimes it just works out with their their term time you know they can do the whole production or whatever but in these few occasions I've managed to be in a show and get a lead role, so that's been
0: awesome for them. It can be tough jumping into a whole new community, particularly a tight-knit small town. Dr. Stuart Anderson is a GP based in Mafra, and over his years training in the region, he got into the community and eventually the local music scene.
3: I sort of worked my way into the place over many years, so I did some student trips down here for, I think there were some conferences and things we did. Down at Lakes Entrance and thought this place is pretty all right. My first ever intern placement out of uni was Bensdale Hospital. So again, a little bit closer, but I uh, had a bit of a look around when I was down there for three months and again thought, yeah, I could handle this. And then I did my GP training terms across Lakes Entrance, Bensdale, and Sales. I really got to explore the, the area and well, I guess that was by then four and a half years of just hanging about the area. Um, that was enough time to suss it out and decide, no, I really could settle down here. Mafra specifically was a bit more of an accident in that my partner is one year behind me in her, in her GP training at the time and I was doing a, a surgical term at Sale Hospital and she was just looking for somewhere to work and the, the job came up at Mafra and a couple of months into that she said you know I reckon this is a place that we could probably stay this is a great town and great practice and that was 2007 and, and here we are.
0: What was it like moving to a relatively small country town like Mafra? What was the reception like from the community and sort of getting to know everyone?
3: It's double the size of Mill, so it's a big town (laughs) compared to where I grew up. Um, But Mafra is a very welcoming community. Uh, It is, I think, a nice combination of being a close-knit community that sees themselves as individual from the other towns in the area, perhaps. But also very welcoming to people who come in, and everyone's sort of willing to invite you into whatever's going on at the time. It probably helped that as we moved here, our oldest child was just about to be born, so we had a bit of an in as part of parent groups and and then daycare and kinder and things to to meet some people. And as they're getting involved in activities, that then get you to meet a few other people. Everyone is happy to have you here, happy to make you part of the community if you can kick a footy or, uh, or throw a netball or hit a cricket ball, then it uh, doesn't take long for you to get the invite. I can't do any of those things, but I'm just <laughs> presuming from what I've seen that, uh, that you'll, you'll be invited to come along and train very early on.
0: What would you say to someone who's perhaps a little concerned about finding a place to do a hobby that they're interested in or going into a town where you don't know anyone and you know, you're starting a rotation or perhaps some sort of training in a town like Mafra?
3: It is a little hard if you're there for a very short period of time. So I guess if you're there for a 10-week intern job, it's it's a little bit hard to get connected in that period of time. But particularly for registrar sort of level onwards, where you're there for six months or 12 months, one of our first questions whenever we interview anyone for a job is, what do you do outside of medicine? We sort of presume if you get to the stage that you're coming to interview us for a job, you probably have passed your MBBS and you're ready to start work at some stage soon. And we can nut out the finer points of that. But what we really want to know is, what are you interested in? What's going to keep you here? So pretty much from the interview, we know what the interests of our learners are. And within the practice, we're going to tell you who to talk to or introduce you to the right people and make sure that happens. Or one of the guys will take you sailing or we will take you out on the bikes so or we'll do something that will get you, you know, to have a bit of a look around. I hope most areas have something similar. Um, the nature of general practice is we are very connected to our community. We know all those people and what they'll do because we've either chatted to them about it or treated them as they've injured themselves doing some of those things or, you know, however it comes to be that you've met these people. You've, you've got to work a little bit. You've got to willingly get involved. I think if you go to work, go home and sit on the couch with Netflix on, then you're never going to connect. But if you say, look, I want to join the tennis club, you know, we'll have you there straight away.
0: Do you feel like you're missing out on anything living in a town like Mafra and being uh, a little bit outside of sale, but also several hours away from the major metropolitan centres like Melbourne?
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll probably from the point of view of being a musician, if we want to do stuff in Melbourne, I do miss that scene a little bit. It takes a little bit more planning. Mafra is nice in that it's two and a half hours to the eastern suburbs or the venues on that side of town. So you can do it in an evening. I've got family in Melbourne, so I can stay there and come back the next morning. And I wouldn't want to do that every night, but I can do that when I have to. I'm sure it'd be lovely to walk down the street in St Kilda and pop into three bars every night. But um, I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's probably not healthy for me. Yeah, so it, again, it takes a bit of work, takes a bit of planning, but we're, we're a reasonable distance here. I, I, perhaps that does get a little bit harder. The more remote you are, um, a day trip down from Mallacoota is quite a different story to a day trip from Turalgan, for example. Yeah, I'd encourage everyone to at least give it a go getting out here and uh, it don't think lack of fun things to do should be the thing that holds you back from trying the country lifestyle. As I just look around our, um, you know, our practice, we have musicians, we have a guy who does karate, we have several mountain bikers, we have sailors, we have people in the CFA, we have people who play racquetball. We also have over the years had learners whose interest is online gaming or watching movies and there's communities for that and a lot of that doesn't require you to necessarily be in the city anyway. So whether it's a a sports or a arts or a music or a more solitary hobby we can you can do it all
0: thanks for listening you can find out more about the study and training opportunities across regional victoria by heading to monash.edu forward slash medicine forward slash rural health this episode was part of a series of conversations with doctors in regional victoria There's more episodes available which focus on a wide range of medical specialties. We're available anywhere you find good podcasts. The Northwest Victoria and Gippsland Regional Training Hubs have commissioned this podcast to help medical students and junior doctors learn more about training and practising medicine in regional Australia. There are hubs all across the country. To find out where your nearest regional training hub is, visit the link in the episode show notes or just search Regional Training Hubs. This podcast was brought to you by Monash Rural Health, edited by Emily Crawford and presented by Patrick Laverick. That's me. And it was made possible by funding from the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program at the Commonwealth Department of Health.